1: We have a lovely guest, I've actually, she's actually a returning guest, we've had her on the show before, Christina M. Johnson, in the house today, another uh, big family mama like myself, so she <laughs> understands before we went live, she was like, if this, we can. this is the right day, because life, <laughs> business ownership with a big family is that. So for the people that haven't met Christina, I'm going to let her introduce herself a little bit about her family and all the things that she does. And then we're going to start talking a little bit about what we've been talking about uh, for, you know, early this year, just the whole idea of, you know, health and wealth, but specifically the wealth. That was the reason I ended up uh, reaching out to Christina again, is because she posted something that kind of was like, oh, I need to have you on again. But I'm going to let her dive in and kind of introduce herself for the people that don't know who she is.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Maria. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) This is a a a getaway, a a virtual retreat for me right now. So I'm Christina M. Johnson of Testimony Publishers LLC. I also help to run my husband's logistics and transportation company and our children have their own clothing brand and are best-selling authors of the uh, children's book, Hip Hop Hair. So we have a lot going on. My husband Anthony and I have eight children at home between the ages of four and 15. So it's very eventful. Sometimes it's called the Johnson Circus. And then other days, you know, we're like um, Zen masters, but we're everything in between all the time. So what we're up to now with Testimony Publishers, uh, that's my main uh, business, which is publishing online. Um, We are doing a virtual summit, Rise Virtual Summit 2022. That's our focus right now. Um, We are usually helping people to share their stories, um, monetize their social media platforms and their Facebook groups, and then also start creating some clubs and rooms on Clubhouse and monetize those as well. So yeah, that's what what we've been up to. That's what we're doing. And it's always successfully chaotic. (laughs) Absolutely you you always
1: I always love chatting with you just because you've always got a lot going on and For a lot of other people that I think some people get overwhelmed by that I think because I'm I'm the same way I've always got so many things going but that works for me I and I think it's probably what works for you. I like to have different things going and even though I do take my time and focus on specific things at a time you know for me it's almost like an insurance policy that I always have different streams of income coming in that at any given time I can kind of pivot and hyper focus on this one or the other, and I think a lot more people are starting to wake up to that fact with COVID and people you know losing jobs or moving out of jobs or whatnot you know that's become a big focal point for people that are now talking about multiple streams of income. But you know, for some people like you know like me and you, that's been just kind of a way of life. Um, now I do want to talk about um, just the idea, because like I said, we're kind of focusing early on on just kind of that health and wealth mentality, because early in the year, that's what people's focuses are. Let's make more money. Let's get healthy. Right. So, you know, what, what is something you mentioned that you, um, and I, I know a little bit more about you than probably a lot of people that are listening, just because like I said, I've had you on before, but what, what is kind of your all's focus with helping people? You mentioned monetization, which obviously is bringing in the law. you know, what is, um, what does
0: that look like right now for okay. bringing people on board to, to help them? Okay. Okay. So um, a couple of things you said um, that I want to touch on. You talked about just having a lot of things, you know, on our plates, you know, as moms, um, you probably have some, some dads and, and maybe even some people on um, as listeners and viewers who don't have any children, but still have a lot to do. So one thing I use the, um, in the beginning, I work with all of my clients with mindset. That is the biggest thing for me. You can't have anything without first having it up here and visualizing it first. So your visualization, your affirmations, all of those things kind of work, um, to keep you on track with all of those things that we have to do every single day. It's absolutely impossible to do it. If you don't stay grounded and if you don't have that mental health piece where you are doing self-care, you're just getting away from it. I mean, I lock myself in the bathroom sometimes just to get a minute. Me too. Me too. And, and my and, favorite thing is be like, I'm naked.
1: Sorry, I'm naked. I can't I'm naked. <laughs> I will be fully clothed, and I will straight up lie to my children and tell them I'm a with no shame. <laughs> but,
0: and at least in your house, your people care that yeah. you. You know, because my little ones, they're like, okay, I could care less. I'm still coming in, Mama. Right. I want some biscuits or something. I mean, and it can be I, the smallest thing, but it's the biggest thing to them. But you know, like I was saying, with with everything that we're doing, we got to have that mindset piece. So we have to see it in our minds. I usually try to think about my mind as heaven and then my body is earth as it is in heaven, as it is on earth. Okay. So you got the mind piece together. You're doing your affirmations, visualization. You're doing that self-talk. You're keeping yourself in the zone. You're, you know, um, a master of your mind. You're the guard of your mind. Any thoughts that come in that aren't positive and helpful and, and moving you forward, you're dispelling them. You're filtering filtering them out. All right. So you got that piece, then you move on to the next piece, excuse me, which is to then think about what it is that you're either passionate about. And then sometimes what you're really, really good at, because a lot of people lately have been talking about follow your passion, but people don't necessarily know how to monetize their passion yet, but they have a skill that they can easily monetize until they find their passion and then have enough money to like pour into it uh and and fund it so i always say either find your passion or find something you're really really good at and then see how you can monetize it you can do monetization in an ebook which is very very easy to share your story share something that you've overcome share something you've learned or you're really good at and you can teach others because people think that they aren't capable and able to write a book When all you need to do is do something that someone else hasn't done, find those people that haven't done it and are interested in doing it. And then there's your audience right there. Um, You can also do um, some coaching. You don't have to be certified. It's really good if you are certified. I'm also a certified coach, life coach, and youth entrepreneurship coach. But if you aren't starting off, just start out helping people who you connect with who have some of the same stories and elements of their stories that you have. Um, So yeah, so those are the same, some of the things, monetizing your social media platforms. um, We can do that as well Um, very easily. Just start talking to people, um, messaging people, people that comment on your posts, interact with them, engage, and then do a poll or a survey and find out what they want. And if you can give it to them or even be a go-between because there's affiliate marketing, Uh, that you can do. There is um, people who have referral fees for their programs. So it all depends on what you believe you have the capability to do and the time to do.
1: Absolutely. And then I kind of want to go back to what your number one was, which was mindset. And I think that is a huge 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 piece to talk about and it ties because it ties into everything it's the foundational piece that ties into everything so i love that you brought that up and i also want to kind of mention though i think like a lot of us and i I do the same thing love to talk about positivity and positive thoughts but i also think it's important to talk about the fact that just because you're living a positive life and you're focusing on positivity doesn't mean every second of every day you're going to feel positive you know i mean i don't I am all pro positivity, but there are some days I'm like, I'm done with you. I'm done with your crap. I know everybody's crap. I'm just done. It goes around. Now, I'm still a positive person, but at that moment, I'm
0: done. I totally totally agree. And one thing that it's funny that you mentioned that because as you were playing that awesome intro, I love the music. I love the feel it put me in. um, It said, reimagine how you can balance it all and i was just like man there's really no balance
1: (laughs) i mean when you really think about it
0: there's really no balancing it because something has to take priority and come to the forefront and then that's what you're addressing and then our thing you know in the johnson tribe is to um try and be proactive towards things so we're planning for good and we're planning for things that you know may not happen the way that we expect it so that kind of helps us but it truly does not stop those unexpected things from happening just like with this podcast today um i'm on (laughs) i'm in the the studio the the background and i'm like okay um my babies are in the other room um, some of them are reading, some of them don't want to read anymore because I have had a client call already today and I had an interview on LinkedIn. So they're like, look, I want mama right now. Mama's usually not working this much this time of day. So where's mama? So I, I truly know what you're talking about, but sometimes you can't even balance some of the things that, that you want to. And it's just, you need to just stop that's what I do. I stop. I don't know, you know, if people pray or meditate or whatever they do, but I stop immediately. If things just keep coming at me and I am saying my affirmations, I'm saying a prayer, you know, I am just taking a, a step back from whatever it is I'm doing and then refocusing my attention. What needs to be handled right now? You know, and I think of it as the money maker. like what's the money maker? And then in your home, you know, you don't have like actual money coming in but you have um, an accomplishment of a gold, a goal, and that's your money. So in, in my home, I'm like, okay, what's the moneymaker right now? And then that's what I'm doing. And then I do the same thing in my business. What is the moneymaker? It's not you know putting together all of these social media posts. No, I need to be reaching out to people who showed interest two weeks ago and then following up with them because the money's in the follow-up. So that's how I think. Absolutely. I mean, I
1: think we think similar. I usually call it needle movers. And, you know, I do the same thing. It's like, what's the needle movers? What's going to move the needle from this point right here to where I'm wanting to be? What are those things? Because I'm, I'm you know, I've got a big family. I have, I have several businesses. I have employees. So there's always something potentially getting ready to suck away all my time and energy at any point of any given day. It's just, it's it's the way it goes. And I love that you mentioned that you plan for the good. We also plan for the not so good. And I think, you know, moms are great at that, especially moms of large families, because we don't have a choice. (laughs) If we ever want to do anything, shower, use the restroom, feed ourselves and our family. If we want to do anything, we have to plan for the disaster that's inevitable when you have a lot of people under one roof and you know plan for the things that we want to do and you right. take those same skill sets and pivot that into your business no matter you know what your your own business structure and your family structure looks like and i think it's important to talk about both dynamics because i know mm-hmm. you probably get a lot of people saying the same thing to me like how do you balance it all and that's the reason i have that my intro because you're right there the balancing is reimagining how you define balance? And I always exactly. actually refer to it as kind of like playing the balloon game. You ever play the balloon game as a kid, where you got the balloons and you're just trying to keep them from hitting the ground? Just oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, 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 call it that, but yeah, I know okay. that. Well, that—that's how, in my mind, that's—that's that's how I imagine life. Life is like a giant balloon game. You're exactly. just trying to keep the balloons from hitting the ground. You know, and I, you, where you actually get your quote-unquote balance is you are the one that's in charge of deciding how many balloons you're putting in your game, right? So what, what's in the game? You get to decide. I think for me, when I get overwhelmed, which happens, I do. I have some days where I feel like I'm on top of the world. Other days, where I, I hate everything, everyone. I'm just, I'm done. You know, and we all have those moments. But it's in those moments that I feel overwhelmed. I have to look back at my what I've got in my balloon game, put away, what's on my list? What am I taking on? Something's got to give. So something's got to be delegated. Something's got to be deleted. Something's got to give. And I'm, I'm sure that you've got that similar mentality with all the things that you do and managing a large family as well. And you homeschool too, don't you?
0: Yes. Yep. See, I do too.
1: So, I mean, that's a whole nother. that's like a whole other full-time job. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. I, um, just recently I decided that I was going to prioritize the wife and mother role as the full-time job. And then everything else would be the part-time job. And just thinking of it like that, um, helped me to be able to connect with some people who were nine to fivers. Um, because usually I'm working with established entrepreneurs, people who have, you know, like budget, to invest in marketing, they have budget to invest in coaching, but recently I've been able to kind of connect with a whole nother audience. And that's where the Facebook monetization came in. Um, and then finding out ways to make, you know, a Facebook group work, not only just for me so that I could benefit, but for also for other people, we've been able to give away over $39,000 to entrepreneurs to either start or scale their businesses in the Facebook group. We have, um, monthly sessions where entrepreneurs are able to do a presentation and just get in front of people, increase their visibility. So it's a lot of things that are now happening on in a different way. And I'm mentioning that to say for all of the people listening and viewing, you are going to have to sometimes reimagine a whole nother way of doing things. So it may not work. Um, being on sales calls all day. If someone in your house has, you know, become chronically ill, or you need to take in an elderly parent, or you just had a newborn, you know, you may have to restructure things. So long story short, and to put it simply, don't always get caught up in having to do something one particular way. There are a million ways to a million dollars. So you may have to say, okay, being on sales calls all day is not working for me right now. How about if I can automate something, um, like a funnel, uh, a three-step funnel, have people opt in, go to a sales page, maybe an upsell. Um, and then a thank you page, something really, really simple. That can be automated. You talked about automating things. Um, you have employees we delegate. Um, so whatever you can't automate delegate, um, and whatever you can't automate and delegate, eliminate if it's not going to be right. that needle. mover, <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So that, I mean, everything you said is just spot on. We have so many different things and you don't even have to be a mother. You don't have to be a homeschooler. You don't have to be a parent at all to have a lot going on. There are people that don't have any children that have, like I said, the elderly parent that they're taking care of, or they may have, um, adopted. You know, maybe they didn't give birth, but they adopted a child and it's still always so much going on. And then even if you don't have any of that, just to stay in your right mind with everything going on, COVID, um, just unemployment, everything that's going on, you have a lot to to say. Uh, And then I wanted to mention this. This struck me too with what you said. When you are overwhelmed and you have to take a step back, this is what I do. I start repeating in my mind, you know. Have you ever seen those boxers and those wrestlers when they be like, you know, you're the, oh, best. Yeah. You're the best? You know, yeah. they're like, you know, really yeah. crazy. Now, I don't do the face slaps and all of that, but I'm going over in my mind my accomplishments, the things that I've done. Anytime I start to feel like, you know, sometimes we feel unworthy or undeserving. Man, I can't talk to that multimillionaire. They're not even going to want me to help them or assist them with, but that's not even the case. They're people too. So I go over in my mind when I feel like, you know, I am not my 100% self, when I feel overwhelmed, when I feel down a little bit, or even discouraged about something, um, I'm going over my accomplishments in my head. I wrote down over a hundred things that I am successful at Things that I've done and and accomplished in my life, and I look at that list every so often, and I'm like, "Yeah, man, I did that." Just the fact that I birthed all of my babies, you know, I'm like, yeah. it's "An accomplishment." Here, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Right. Well, and I I love that you mentioned that because I think we are all, all our worst critics a lot of times, oh, and yeah. I don't even think about some of the things that I've done and do until Mm -hmm. somebody else says, oh my gosh, you've done, oh my gosh, you've done this. Oh my gosh, you've done this. And it hit me one day as I was going through, like some of us do, we go through our things, well, I shouldn't have done more today. I should have done more this quarter. I should, you know how we do, Mm -hmm. our negative self-talk. That one step kind of creep in, no matter how positive of a person we try to be, it happens sometimes. And Mm -hmm. I remember, like, i kind of in that mentality a little bit that morning, and I had to go and have a meeting and during that meeting I met somebody that I had never met before and they had heard about me and they were like oh my gosh you've done this and this and this and they're like, I'm like oh you know almost having a party for me and at the moment, I'm like if they can celebrate me for these things exactly. why can't I celebrate myself and I yep. think that's a big thing to celebrate your things and it doesn't have to be huge things yes some of us have things that we've done that are considered quote-unquote bigger than others but wins are wins and I think that we should be celebrating our own wins. And I think a lot of us are, I don't know if we're embarrassed to do it or feel like it's not enough or whatever, but you know, I really love that you do that because we should be celebrating our own wins. Exactly.
0: When you um, think about I've read um, a study, there was a study, I read an article about a study and it said that by the time a, a child is about five years old, they've heard the word no almost two million times or so. So all of these things that a child comes into the world, just seeing and wanting to do and believing that they can do and believing who they are, it gets shot down so many times by the adults around them that may have some limitations or maybe it's you know, financial limitations, you know, mental, emotional, whatever it is. Um, it just so happens. It's not good or bad. It just is what it is. But. When you are shot down that many times for things that you just know are possible, like you thought about it, you had the vision or the dream about it. Why is this not something I can do and accomplish right now? And then we grow into adults who actually exhibit some of those same qualities because of our subconscious mind. I'm a huge believer in training your subconscious mind in order to to dispel some of those thoughts that do come into our minds. So when you, when we're in those modes of believing that no is going to be the answer or negative is going to be the outcome we then need to go back. And like you said, you look, think about your accomplishments. You should celebrate yourself. Go back and read your bio, read your own bio and see how amazing you are. See how fearfully and wonderfully made you are. See all of the things that you have overcome physically. You fell down just like when we were babies, we fell down. Thousands of times before we learned to walk, but we never stopped trying to walk. And then we eventually ran and then we eventually jumped and all kinds of stuff. So the same thing applies in adulthood. We are now adults. We have families, we have businesses and all kinds of things going on. Get back up when you fall down, get back up, start walking again. When you're walking, try and run. If you can't run, crawl, do whatever you have to do to keep moving forward. That's what I'm just really purposing in my life and with all of the people that I help and with the the summit too, we're going to be talking about that. Um, I had four things that got me through like one of the hardest times in my life. I had a, I suffered a miscarriage. Um, and then at the same time, my husband lost his job. Uh, and then at the same time I was going through a custody battle because I, before I was married to my husband. Now, um, I had a child. Uh, and I was just going through so many different things. And then on top of that, okay, Maria, on top of that, I had to have a life threatening surgery while I was six months pregnant. So all of that was going on and I just really could not take it anymore. I found myself in the kitchen, washing dishes. And you know, I'm looking around like this cannot be my life. And I broke down, ran to the bathroom, locked myself in the bathroom. I was flipping the bird to myself in the mirror, like, okay, God, where are you right now? You know, I need you. And I came to myself and realized I have everything I need. I am divinely created to be the best possible person that I can be right now. And I have everything I need. I just need to access it mentally, physically, spiritually, and get on, just start moving. So when I came out of that bathroom, I saw, I always say I saw my babies for the first time in a long time, because they were looking up at me, you know, like you're our superhero. You can do it. Like they had that look in their eyes. And I'm like, if my children see that, then I need to see that too. So I started doing mirror exercises, talking to myself in the mirror, you know, and this is like over a decade and a half ago, but still these things still apply. And I do them absolutely. very frequently. Talk to myself, man, look, I, I like that pooch. You are sexy. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. still talking to myself yeah. and letting myself know how absolutely amazing I am. And because I do that, I believe I attract those people. I don't attract you know, scutter butts and people that don't want to work and don't want to accomplish anything. Now I do have to sometimes, you know, like I said, work with the mindset with some of my clients and, you know, keep them, you know, just encouraged and inspired because I All need it too. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I need it too. But knowing that, I go into it with compassion and sensitivity and, and it works out perfectly. Everybody knows their role and knows that they're supposed to be climbing and moving forward every step of the way. And then when you can't take a break and then have at it again tomorrow.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I love that. I, I love the idea that you do here. I, I, I think I probably should start that. I think that would be a good thing to start just talking to yourself. You in the mirror because I think, I think that would be great because I know again, as women, we have all these yep. standards put on us. And, you know, yep. I'm in my 40s. I'm not in my 20s anymore. I'm not going to ever look like I was in my 20s again. But, you know, I you know try to stay healthy, but I'm, again, not going to look like I did in my 20s. And I know there was one time my youngest daughter just turned five in December, and this was probably about two years ago. I would make comments all the time. You know, we we do put on a pair of pants and it doesn't fit the same. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm just getting fat. I'm just, you know how that goes. We say these negative things that we don't even think about. It comes out of our mouth. Well, there was another day I heard it come out of her mouth. She was yeah. like, I'm just getting well, fat. I mean, and she's like three, you know, right? I had, like, I mean, first of all, like a bigger round of my finger, like three, but it was just, I had planted that in her mind. And, you know, I just didn't think about it. First of all, you know, I'm not fat. Second of all, even if I was, I, I look at some people that are bigger, I love their body. So I mean, the idea that I would be thinking something negative that I'm shaped different than I was when I was 20 is completely ridiculous because I'm going to be. That's the way that I've given birth to seven people. That's how that works. You right, know, right. so and then I hearing it come out of my daughter's mouth, I never want her to have a negative thought about her body. And so I made mm-hmm. a promise then and there that I would not you know, will let right. that come out of my mouth. Now, and not have been perfect because we all have our times we slip up. But when I right, right. notice myself saying, I say it right back to myself, nope, nope. You, your body is done amazing things. Your body is beautiful, you know, and I have to kind of correct myself. I, and I'm only saying that to say that you were mentioning a lot of your clients need help with mindset and stuff like that. Right. We all do, no matter yeah. how long that we've been doing positive training on ourselves. We have our weak moments, our moments where, you know, we feel weaker than others. And I think that's why it's so important to have people that's kind of accountability partners or coaches to be able to kind of like get some place and say, no, we've talked about this, remember? And then you're like, yeah, you know, you're right. You were mentioning about a summit coming up. I
0: I would like to talk about that a little bit. Sure, sure. So the RISE Virtual Summit 2022 uh, is basically everything in a nutshell concerning family empowerment, financial literacy and entrepreneurship. So RISE, R I S E is an acronym that stands for reclaim, invest, serve, empower. So my husband and I, when we first started our entrepreneurship journeys, we did not have anyone doing what we're doing. So, and you've probably found that as well, large family, um, wanna be entrepreneurs, don't wanna go, you know, get a nine to five, you know, we, I, we I'm basically unemployable. I've been that way all my life. I've had jobs, yeah. but- I'm I would not- say that
1: I'm like, I'm, not, I'm very good. Um, with clients, I'm a terrible employee. I admit this. I'm like, why do I need to do that exactly? What's the point in
0: that exactly? (laughs) (laughs) Right. So you and I, we're like, we're on the same vibration level, right? So with with the RISE Summit, what we are purposing to do, um, we've gotten together world-class speakers. We have um, champion uh, Toastmasters. We have John C. Maxwell um, certified coaches we have, uh multi-millionaires who all are giving their secret sauces to starting your business, scaling your business. Um, we have, uh, oh my goodness. We have an inventor who is talking to, uh, the, the attendees about how to patent your ideas, um, how to trademark, uh, we have, um, how to copyright. I'm doing a session where I am helping people to share their stories and write an ebook to actually finish their Love ebook it. before this summit is over so that they can begin to edit it format it and then put it in in i um, need you to um, make me finish mine i
1: it's one of those things that i i actually this is sad i actually have three separate books that I've wow. not put out. And, and i know what you're going to say because i was oh, something that i would say to other people i had just keep like yeah, you do. You're like, I don't know if it's ready. I just, I just don't, I just don't know if it's ready yet. And I just go back and I'll tweak it a little bit, and then I just keep sitting on it. And it's funny because if one of my clients was doing this, right,
0: you would give them a, a swift kick. Right? Oh, I would,
1: I would. But I, but nobody's making me do it, so I'm been like, right, right. <laughs> you know. So I need well, you to be like Maria. This is happening. I okay. need you know, that's what I need.
0: I'm on it. <laughs> I am on it because what I what I do know about our connection, meaning you and me, I know that I draw people into my atmosphere and then I'm drawn into other people's atmosphere that are similar to me. (laughs) And we are go-getters. We are trailblazers. We're doing things new. Like it's probably hardly anyone, you know, that have the same amount of children you have, that number of businesses, all these things going on. And that doesn't make us, better or worse than anyone, but that does make us a certain type of person, a certain type of personality. And I do know that about you. You have so many things going on. You're doing amazing things um, with encouraging people, inspiring people with your podcast and your businesses. And then there are different industries going on. So like totally different industries. So with, with you, I think just like me at one time, the perfectionism can sometimes stop you from doing something that's gonna be amazing. I mean, it's gonna blow people's minds when you finally publish your book, Maria. It's going to encourage people. It's gonna be something fun, you know, and exciting. People are gonna just, you know, be wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, waiting for this book to come out. But you're holding on to it. Oh, I so- know. Trust me. It's so <laughs> funny. Like, no, I mean, it's funny because
1: nine times out of 10, I am
0: definitely
1: the jumper, I'm like, I will, You know, get enough information, get something ready to go. And, you know, I just launch it out there and then I tweak it along the way. I have no problem doing that with nine times out of ten things. But for whatever reason, with these books, I can't. And I know this is ridiculous. And I know I've actually sat and verbally had conversations with myself over there in my office, like, why? Why not just go ahead and do this? And I'm like, well, "Well, well, what about the artwork? What kind of artwork? Let me say this
0: though. Let let me interject and say this. One thing that may help you if you do, this is, this is what I do with my clients. I tell them to do a wait list. Okay. So do a wait list first. Once you do a wait list, you can start building up, um, the excitement and, you know, just the intrigue of what's getting ready to happen while building a segmented audience who you can directly talk to and then those people that join the waitlist i mean this is actually what we do now this is like part of the signature sauce i'm going to be talking about in in the summit after you get those people on that uh, the subscribers to that waitlist you can then solicit them to become part of your launch party have them be the first readers of your arc copy arc advanced reader copy um, have them be the people who are going to champion your story and how you did it and share posts on social media. They I'm telling you, they are going to love to do that. People really do want to be a part of something great and oh, amazing, absolutely. something new, right? So do the wait list, get those people on board, um, uh, encourage them to become part of your um, launch team. Um, you can have them as advanced readers, getting them on board as advanced readers ask them if they wouldn't mind sharing uh, a little bit, uh, in reference to what they read, if they liked it or not. And then if you can use those as reviews, you know, just to send it to you in an email, Absolutely. or be a verbal message. So all of that is the pre-work that goes into it. Even before you finish and publish your book, you can have all of this buzz going on about it. And then you can start posting some of the reviews that your um, launch team gave. Some of those reviews may spark conversation and comments on posts. And then you would then, um, reply to the people that comment on your posts and let them know there's a waitlist for the book. Get those people on the waitlist. So it's a lot that's going to go into, and, and we're talking about that on the summit. So make sure. Sorry. When When is the summit again? Okay. So the summit is, uh, it starts Saturday, the 19th of February, we're going to do a live kickoff party. We're giving away $10,000 for people to start or scale their businesses. Um, We have some special guests that are coming. Uh, We're giving away vacation packages um, just to try and get people encouraged that Um, starting your own business and and doing something amazing. You don't always have to take sacrifices and lose out. No, we are winning, baby. We're winning here. Here to win, right? And it ends, um, Wednesday, February 23rd. So it's about five days, it's different things going on. We have a networking mixer where the speakers and attendees are gonna to get together via Zoom and we're gonna do a speed networking. I know you've heard of speed dating, but we're yeah. gonna do speed networking. We're gonna find people that we connect with, we can collaborate with. Maybe it's just you know, like and post on social media or maybe it's doing an event together. We don't know where these connections are gonna lead or who our destiny helpers are. So that's why we're doing that networking mixer. Then we I have- I that's a uh, big thing.
1: That's a huge thing.
0: Yeah, right? It, it's huge. So um, day one, we're talking about family empowerment, wealth mindset. Day two, um, the main days, um, we're talking about um, monetization, advertising, and digitization. And then the third day, we're talking about um, actually getting your digital income, increasing, increasing your digital income with all different types of things, e-courses, memberships, um, e-books, the the whole nine yards, masterminds. We're we're talking about everything and we're showing you how to do it. It's not just talk. This is not going to be for motivation. It's going to be some motivation, but that's really not what this summit is for. This summit is to get you started with whatever your idea or dream is. And you're going to have the exact steps to write the book, you're going to have the exact steps to start the business everything that you need and we're doing pr uh, pr promotion i have um a, a gift this is a bonus i didn't even mention um but we are going to give a bonus where you have almost 600 connections to podcasters um journalists just to get your story out there so that list alone is like i mean crazy value so, uh, so it's a lot, it's a lot going on that we're doing. So be sure we have a wait list for that. <laughs> so tinyurl.com forward slash rise summit wait list, just like the word sound. Um, and then you can join the wait list and we will let you know as, as soon as the, um, the official uh, page is is launched.
1: I think that's huge. Cause I mean, I think even if somebody's out there right now and they're like, well, I mean, I know what I need to do. Cause like, I was just telling you, I have three, sadly, three <laughs> sitting and ready to go. I'm in marketing. I know how to market. My hang-up, everybody's always got a hang-up, right? My hang-up is, and I'm just going to go and share it, which some people already know this. Number one, with my children's book that I have, I actually have, so I guess I would make like a total more. So there's three there's three books within the children's books that I have written already, and I have the, the um. Books kind of laid out for even more after that. And I was all going, kind of ready to go, had a launch date. Uh, my son's birthday, because my 12-year-old autistic. For a lot of people who listen to my show, they know that. So the book's right. about autism and, you know, about just kind of um, just his life. He gave me the permission to use his real name. So I was going to launch it on his birthday two years ago, right? Okay. And my artist that I paid, prepaid, <laughs> placed right. on me. Okay. So, you know, you wait and you wait. And I found out that she flaked, didn't get it done. So, you know how it goes. It, like, kicks you. And I've got a million other things going on. So, I'm like, oh, I'll deal with that later. Okay, so, okay. I was kind of sitting there. I had another one that is actually, I, it's funny because I read, I wrote the entire book. It's kind of a book about my life and everything. Crazy. Life, life's been crazy. And okay. version number one. I decided not to release, and rewrote. it's pretty well done, hadn't been sent to the editor yet, but pretty well done, because I always say that this one's going to actually be the second book to the first book that'll never be released, because I had not yet healed from a lot of things when I wrote that first one, and if you read the words... Uh, in the first one, you can hear and you could you could almost feel the anger still there. I thought okay. I had healed at that point, but I had not. Okay. So this uh, you know the rewrite of it was just coming from a place of actually being healed, and mm-hmm. it comes across different at that point. So right. And then exactly. and I have another one that's that's business related and you know all that kind of stuff about uh, actually rural economic development. So because I'm in a very okay. rural area, oh, and that one's rural economic development. So it but my Hangups. it's little things that happen it's like i think i have it planned out and i think a lot of this if we're thinking about it we've been here maybe not exactly with a book but with something right we get it all lined up it's beautiful it's pretty i have my charts right i have my releases am i do everything i was doing my parts so everybody else was doing their part the artist didn't do her part and Okay. So instead of doing what I should have done, though, which is, all right, let's replan this, let's restructure this, relay this out, I'm just like, it goes back on, oh, we'll do this, quote-unquote, later. And for a lot of entrepreneurs out there, you know, that later can be the kiss of death. And I actually had to have a big conversation with myself early this year, because I look over my entire year, previous year, beginning of January. And I'm like, okay, what worked well? What do I need to focus more on? What do I need to just kind of let go because it's never going to happen? You know, because there's things, back to do, delegate, delete, you know, mentality.
0: Right, And right. for me,
1: that was one of the things I looked at. I'm like, okay, is this something I still want to do? Because I think sometimes we, you know, we think we have to do something because we spent time and dollars on it. It doesn't necessarily mean we should. Sometimes right. we're done with that idea. We're done with that idea. It's fine. But I decided I was going to go ahead and do it. So part of my planning has been, okay, what does that look like? What do I want to do about artwork for the children's book? And I've kind of thought, played around with the idea of having um, one of my kids illustrate it.
0: I have um, so, I so. have something. I have an idea for that. Um, a couple of things. Well, uh, my children wrote a children's book. Okay. We and- have, yeah, we have your book, and I love your book. Yay! Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Um, and they drew the, I mentioned it because they were the illustrators. They drew the pictures. They did all of the artwork, um, using Canva, I believe, yeah. or, or flip a clip. I, I, will verify. I should know this. I'm the publisher, but, um, they actually used an app and they hand drew, um, yeah. the, the illustration. So it is possible. It's also possible if you want to use a professional in every state has websites, um, guilds and things like that for illustrators. So you can, um, find whichever one um, for your state and then you can start soliciting them. They have it where you can contact the illustrators. Um, they have, um, uh, sections on the websites where you can post what you need. Um, and then they also have, um, of course you already know, they have illustrators on Fiverr, um, and Upwork. Um, So those are some places where you actually have a middle person, that platform will act as your middle person to make sure that you get what you want or you don't pay. So those are just some safeguards that, that you can put in place the next time you go at it. I mean, I really believe if you keep having the thought and you can't shake it, you're supposed to do it. (laughs) So yeah so those those books are supposed to come out the the other two books you talked about um the, it's possible for you to publish those um and you can do those on your own if there aren't any illustrations and things like that all you would need to do is have the process of how to get it done and and you can do it on your own you don't need to hire out for a publisher um, and that's one thing that we're talking about as well how you can start your own publishing company whether you want to publish your own books or you want to, um, people, a lot of people are doing anthologies now where they get a group of authors together to, you know, help with the cost of the book, because it can be costly publishing. Um, and then those authors help with the cost of the the book and and marketing and and, yeah, yeah. and everything, right. So you can do that as well. If maybe you want to start your own publishing company, publish your books, and then, you know, have other people's books under you. Maybe some of your clients, you get them to a certain point of transformation. They then want to write a book. Hey, um go to go to Maria. She has a publishing company, and then you'll it'll also be another stream of income for you.
1: absolutely. Well, and I think that's the biggest thing is that you know i I love walking my clients through how do you take one thing that you're doing and make multiple streams of income from that, right? right and right. so that's that's always been my thing, and that's one of the way reasons that I have you know so many businesses. Is I love multiple streams of income. love, love, love. Right, and right. I think that this sounds like the summit is going to be a great place for somebody that you know maybe is thinking about you know creating these multiple streams of income to figure out how do i how do i do that how do i take my one thing and make it lots of things because i think that is the key is by you know creating these multiple streams of income from things that you're doing right now
0: right and and that's i think that truly is key because if if covid didn't show us anything one stream of income is really not going to cut it anymore. I mean, if we are going to be truthful with everybody listening and viewing one stream of income, it's it's not going to cut it anymore. Even if you want to keep your day job. Okay. Even if you want to work nine to five or whatever your shift is, graveyard shift, whatever, mm-hmm. that is fine. You still need some other form of income whether it's to supplement your retirement whether it because even if you go through your job 40 years 40 hours a week and then you live on what 40 percent they call it 40 40 40 then when you retire you live on 40 percent of what you made and that doesn't stop inflation that doesn't stop the world from moving and but you're still gonna you don't want to be the person that has to work after you retire i mean i believe i'm going to be working for the rest of my life i just think that's part of something that keeps people young i don't want to sit back and just do nothing but for those people who may want to do um a a part-time job or something like that you don't want to have to do it so that's my point. there's a big
1: difference, wanting to and There's
0: a huge difference. You know, you can even tell, like when I walk into, you know, either like the uh, Walmart uh, in my area and I see some of the older people at the, the front uh, who are greeters and mm-hmm. some of them want to be there because they love it. And I okay. like seeing those people and saying hello and they brighten my day. I smile, they smile at me, I smile right back. But then there are others that are there and, you know, and it doesn't even have to be the older um, greeters at the door. It could be the cashier. It could be the manager. And they really don't want to be there. Some of them may have left their, you know, sick child at home and they really don't want to be at work. They want to be with their baby, but they can't miss that check because they got to get prescriptions or whatever the case may be. We are real people. But what my husband and I found was that if you show people their reality and then give them a way to make it better you know, just their, their best life ever, they're going to take it. Yeah. And then those people that don't want to take it, you can't really help those people. Yeah. We, we gravitate to the people who, who see that option, like, you know, the summit and see your your offers and the things that you're helping people with. And and we, we're moving, we're shaking, and then we're helping other people to move forward as well. So it, it, it's just an awesome thing when you have options.
1: Absolutely. Well, and I think a lot of people start their entrepreneurship journey because of the lack of options i did i left my corporate job because i didn't like being told i couldn't stay with my sick child i didn't like being told that i couldn't do this that or the other yeah and i think a lot of people that's the main reason they end up walking away if they choose to walk away it's usually because of not having options and you know i i know i've said this a lot um just because, I mean, it's part of the reason my show is called Successfully Chaotic is because, you know, it took me a long time to figure out that I get to define my own version of success. Somebody else says I get to define it. And the only way that you can do that is if you're getting to have options. And that doesn't mean, like you mentioned, if you like working your nine to five, that's part of your options. Great. If you're choosing it. That is part of your options. That's amazing. Right. But I, I agree with you 100%. You have to have multiple streams of income. That's an insurance policy. If you get laid off, if... You know, something doesn't work out. You have something to fall back on. And I, I'm i glad that people are starting to kind of realize that. It's something that never made sense to me why people had one stream of income anyway. Because if you go to a financial advisor, a financial advisor will tell you to diversify your portfolio, right? You spread right, it out. Exactly. You diversify it, right? You don't put it in one thing. If a financial advisor told you to do that, you would like walk out of the know, his or her office, or you should anyway. But on our income, a lot of us have everything betting on that one
0: income. But, but it's, you, you you know, know what? You, you you I thought about my husband and I had a conversation about that. This is what we came up with. That 9 to 5 will have you so busy, so drained, so tired. You don't have the energy most times to do anything but Pick your children up from daycare after you get off work, take them home, you know, make something to eat, take a bath, get ready for the next day. That's how I, I was in that mode. So I know exactly what some of that feels like, you know, when you don't have the energy to even follow your dreams and when you don't have the energy to follow your dreams or, you know, to try and manifest a vision that you've been given. That is not living for most people. Most people want to be able to have those options that you talked about. They want to be able to, you know, write that book or be encouraged to take that vacation without having to ask permission. They want to be able to do those things. And it's those options of freedom, my husband and I call it, that help you to feel alive. And that's what we all want to feel. I mean, we want to feel alive. We want to feel in harmony with the people around us and our environment. Those are the things that, you know, we really want to, to engage in and have in our life. So, um, yeah, I think that's the thing. They're so drained and tired. It's not that they don't want to, you know, have two or three or seven or eight streams of income, you know, from things that they're doing, but they're just so tired and drained. And sometimes people don't even know where to start.
1: Well, absolutely. <laughs>
0: Right. They don't even know where to start. Like they see the people on social media, the Instagram posts, they see people in, on articles on, on the web and everything talking about, Um, they started a business now they're multimillionaires, but they don't know the ins and outs. And that's one thing that we're showing people. We're showing people the mental piece and how to get past this point, how to get to the transformation. Planting and the, the seeds. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh my, my goodness. goodness. Planting the seeds. Definitely
1: love that and I think that's huge I think that's where it starts I think for a lot of people and again I came from corporate I know that mentality I was exhausted I if you would have told me then that I mean I had I had a side business at the time that I had had before I even started my corporate job that I still kind of kept going but that's just because I had people that would never let me quit (laughs) you know I guess because I trust me there's a few times I tried to quit so I've, I've, been there. Right. I've been yeah. there. Yeah. So it was kind of one of those things. But I mean, yeah, I mean you get in that mode that you're like, when? When am I gonna find that spare moment? But I think that this summit sounds like this is a great opportunity that if you've ever thought about right. you know, starting a business, if you've ever thought about having a side hustle, because nobody says it has to be your like full time thing. I, I have plenty of side hustles that I have that I, I only want to stay side hustle. Right, you know, right. I only want to do it sometimes. I would not be happy doing it all the time. I just want to pop in every once in a while and do it a little bit and then pop back out, right? Right, right? And those are okay, too. But the idea is, you know, what is it that you want to do? What are your options, as Christina was saying? And I love the summit idea, and I love that you're doing this because I, I do think this this is the potential to be able to plant those seeds. even if you, Yes. Just let the seed kind of settle in, right? And figure out what you want to grow from it. Get the information and, you know, you have somewhere to start. Um, right. So you said you have a wait list right now. I'll have to get that from you. Is it something I can share out?
0: Yep, definitely. And I have something specific for you. We can actually um, personalize it. And then the people that you bring over from a Successfully Chaotic um they can have um, VIP access. So I'll make sure we'll we'll get all of the links and all of that okay. stuff done. Yep. that would be
1: that'll be great because I think that would be something that's great for anybody, whether you own a business right now or whether you've just thought about it, or maybe you don't want a whole business. Maybe you just wanna write your book or finish your book or take yep. your book out of, you know, Google and Docs and actually make it happen like me, I need to do. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Right. Right. I mean, you're on your way. You're going to do it. I don't don't have any (laughs) doubts that you are not going to publish, but what if, um, you were talking about what if the person wants to do a particular thing, but what if it's not even for them? What if it's for their teenage, um, son? What if it's for, you know, their aunt or something? What we're doing is we, once you get into the summit, your whole family is able to come you, your whole family can watch. I mean, we want you to bring your family, especially children, um, teens, teens. Oh my goodness. There's a wealth of just genius in our young people. We have a young entrepreneur zone and every day of of the main, the main three days of the summit, we are going to have young entrepreneurs. Um, my children are going to do a day. Then we have some other young entrepreneurs who have businesses, who are doing nonprofits. So it's tons of stuff I to do. That. And our young people, oh my goodness, they have the skill, like they are geniuses. You hear me? But we just need to tap into that. Everyone's not meant to go to college. Um, everyone's not meant to- College isn't like, what it used to be
1: either, but we'll just right. let that happen. It's
0: so expensive now. It's just, Right, yeah. right. And, and some people want to be attorneys. Some people want to be doctors, but then some people want to work for themselves. Some people really do want to get into marketing and work for a firm or work on wall street or trade, do forex trading, who knows what it is, but being, uh, being exposed to a lot of the different options will allow them to be able to make a more um, educated decision when it comes to their future. So it's Absolutely. not just- for the exposes
1: parents. them to it, right? I've, I've yes. said this, I was never exposed to entrepreneurship until I was an adult. Yeah, me too. Ever. I had never been around anybody that owned a business. I thought to own a business, you had to work in a company for 30 plus years, you had to retire, you had to have enough money saved that you would afford to start a business. That's what I thought. And, you know, I think now a lot of these kids, you know, not only have lots of entrepreneurs that are around them now, but they have access to the internet and all these things that have made it a lot more, you know, viable to start one, even if you don't have you know, mega capital sitting there. And I think that is so huge to expose these kids. I love that you're doing that. Cause I know my nine year old asked me last night, he said, mommy, will you help me start a business? I, like, I will. Yes, so yes. it's actually something I'm going to be talking to him about. Cause I told him, I said, I need to know what it is. So, so I don't know what his business is, but just the idea that he said that at nine wow. is huge. I didn't even know right. anything you think about anything like that Right. And I think that is amazing that you're opening that up to families because, you know, they listen. Whether you think they are or not, they listen. And they may yeah. choose to not. Like, I have a 19-year-old. I've tried to get him to start his own business. And he's like, I'm not interested. I want to go work over here. Great. Right. But he still has the seed already planted that right. if he decides to start his business one day, he can. But he has options, exactly. right? And I think that's the biggest thing. I love that you're opening that up to families. I'm going to have to get a hold of Get yes. everybody in there.
0: We're going to make it happen. Awesome. Awesome. We, we definitely want to um, get as many family members. Um, and then we also have um, an older gentleman. He went to the uh, Wharton Business School. He helped. Um, he worked with Dell. Um, when Pretty they were first building into like the billion dollar business, he helped to get them to like the hundred million status and he is speaking awesome. during the summit. And I'm like, wow, this is absolutely amazing. So when we were recording, um, some of these sessions are recorded and then some of the sessions are live. Mm-hmm. So he did a recording for us as well. So when we were recording, I was taking notes. Yeah, <laughs> Because I'm a lifetime learner. I do not try, you know, we are multi-six figure earners, but we want to get to the next step. And our mindset- Always learning, right? You want to always be going to the next level no matter where you're at right now. Amen. So I was taking notes and what he shared, oh my, I mean, it was like, wow. I mean, it was like I was in kindergarten again. I was like, okay, (laughs) I still have a whole lot to learn, but I'm learning it. And now I'm going to go apply it. And I'm telling you, um, that was his, his presentation. Wasn't the only one we had the, the patent, the inventor, oh my goodness. She's talking about her invention and just the thought of what she came up with. We can no longer sit on our dreams and visions. We have to make them into a reality. And the only way we're going to do that is if we start moving on it and taking steps towards, you know, making them happen and making them become a reality. That what this summit is doing for people, um, it's like before. Yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely Well, and I
1: think I think even if you know you're somebody out there that is like, oh, I mean, I can make my dreams happen myself or whatever. I I, I tell you, I can promise you, if you're honest with yourself, you have this nugget of something sitting back there that you thought about doing, and you haven't acted. Because like I mentioned earlier, I am very much a jumper. I like get an idea. I have no problem diving after that. But right. I saw have publish published those books because something over here happened. I'm just like, ah. Right. So, I mean,
0: you know, well, I think it's gonna one of those things.
1: We are going to get that down. Down. Oh, down. down. Oh, I wrote it. I wrote it. I. I it's funny because um, I remember, I think it was on the Spontaneity show that I do with Stacey Price that, we were kind of talking about this and about um, just our uh, early in the year, talking about our new year's goals and all that kind of stuff. And I said, well, I said, I took something off of my cork board of shame is what I call it because there's this cork board in the corner of my office is where I put some stuff. that's kind of pending that I haven't decided if I'm going to still do it or not do it. Right. right. So I've dubbed it the cork board of shame because it just kind of just like sits there staring at me all the time. (laughs) So I told her, I said, one of the things I'm doing, I said, I'm taking everything off of my cork board of shame doesn't exist anymore. It's either going on my, do list like it gets a date going to happen here's a date it's going to happen by you know even if it's going to finish by this year or whatever or it's going to go away and i'm not going to do it i'm not going to have it up there for this pending maybe one day because that stressed me out every time i right. look up there i had this thing pretty much like mocking me that i have not right. finish right. and i'm right. like it's not good for my mental health so it's like i mean they're going to do it or I'm not going to do it. And I actually, I sat and thought about it both ways, you know, with those things. I'm like, do I want to do it or do I not want to do it? And I just said, you know what? I've got it probably 95% done. Okay. I need to do okay. it. Okay. <laughs> I just need to okay. do okay. it. Right. So, right. Yeah. so, and I, I mean, the reason I'm saying that is because a lot of people, they probably have come up, you mentioned inventions. they probably like, oh, this would be a great idea to do this. Or, hey, I would love right. this business. Or, hey, my area doesn't have, you know, a grocery store doesn't have a whatever. Oh, you know, yeah. think about right. those things that you you've thought about, right? Those things like it would be great if, or I wish we had this, exactly. or you know, and those things you never know what you're supposed to do, right? I think sometimes we get these ideas because we're supposed to do them. Like right. the, it is how
0: Washington said something. Um, I don't know the quote verbatim, but he said, "Anytime you get." Um, Anytime you get a thought, um, and it's like, you know, um, it's not going to hurt anybody. It's for the greater good, you know, that is God giving you permission to go ahead and do it. Like, that's the thing that you're supposed to do. So I know I probably messed the quote up, but just the gist of what it's saying is, you know, we don't just get these ideas just because, oh, we're sitting idle and we're just thinking of something. No, we download things you know, that we need to do and only we can do it. I always say we have two fingerprints. If you look at the tips of your fingers, you have fingerprints on the tips of your fingers and then your story is another fingerprint. And whatever your story is, what whatever you've overcome, accomplished, you're great at it. That's something that sets you apart from everyone else in the entire world. No one has your same perspective, um, exactly as you know, you know, you see it. No one can communicate it the way you can, because it's your story. So your fingerprints need to be all over the world. If you can't get to people to physically touch them, then share something else of value, whether it's an invention, um, a, a book. Uh, a song a poem whatever it is a product or service something you should be leaving some type of lasting legacy with your second fingerprint so to speak
1: love it absolutely and you never know who's sitting out there waiting for you to do that a
0: lot Um, of people are just yeah it's just how many people are in the world i think like what nine billion Maybe. Seven.
1: Yeah, there's, more. <laughs> there's, there's billions
0: I know that but. right so out of all of those people you know we don't even have to think of the world just think of the United States out of all of the people you know in the United States there are enough people there's enough income to support you and your family in whatever lifestyle you want to live you have to know and believe that there is nothing but abundance of course the poor will always be with us. There'll be people who you know, aren't able to get food to eat and things like that. But even if you disperse all of the money to everybody in the world in equal parts, somehow or another, a few people will still end up getting most of that money because they're producers. They're the middlemen and middlewomen. And it would still go back to sort of the same way it is because we don't have a utopia uh, you know, here right now. So um, my point is get out there and live your vision, live your best life right now. Take a chance. You know, especially if you're a young person, I'm not sure the demographics of the podcast, but you know, if you're young, it's, you have time to fail. And if you're old, you know, or older or seasoned or veteran or whatever you call yourself, you still do have time to bounce back. Um, There are a lot of people who don't believe that they have any other chance at any other life. And I want to tell you that's a flat out lie from hell. Do not believe it. You are worthy. You are deserving of the life that you envision for yourself. You are worthy and deserving of happiness. And you got it within you. Just let it flow out. You want to take the day off? Take the day off. And then just sit in the park, eat an ice cream, and think about the book that you want to write. When you get back home, start writing that book. Go to work the next day. When you get off, write that book or start writing out the business plan. You can do it because you deserve it more so than anyone you're going to help. You deserve it, too.
1: And you got, If you can't help anybody unless you take those first steps yourself. And I think that's a big thing is that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, are waiting on somebody else to kind of take their first step to say, OK, I can do it, too. And I think that was a thing for me stepping out. You know, I had a lot of odds I had to go against that should yes. have told me I couldn't do it. You know, right. just the fact that we have a lot of kids, a lot of people will go, well, you can't do that. You're a mom. You have a lot of kids and you're right. homeschooling, you know, and you're this and you're that, you know, you can't. But to me, that was like, you know what? That makes me want to do it even more to show all those other people out there that, yes, I can be a wife and I can be a mom and I can still do things for me that I exactly. want to do. And I think exactly. that's huge it is so I, I love that yeah i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna get those links from you i know we've been okay. talking i feel like i just keep talking and keep talking <laughs> but i'm sure some people are gonna be like all right we've been talking for a long time this i night. know right <laughs> so, um, well, I,
0: we'll, we'll end it and then i'll get you all the links and stuff for, for your
1: people i'm excited and i got more excited i didn't even realize like i i guess earlier you said something about for the whole family i was just i didn't even think about it. the whole family can actually come and join it that's yeah. huge. I, I've not actually seen a summit that does that. It's usually for the business owner or business owners, right. you know, alone. But the idea that they're embracing it. Because of your personal life and your work life, and, I, you know, I talk about this all the time, there's no way to completely keep them separate, right? Yeah. yeah. No matter what, right? right? They're going to bleed into each other. So the idea is if that's going to happen anyway, you know, get them on board. At least have them understand yeah. why mom or why dad is doing this, you know? I love it. Yep beautiful. So we're going to be back live again next Thursday at 2 p.m. with another guest for another episode of Successfully Chaotic. This episode will drop on all of your favorite podcast platforms this coming Tuesday morning. So make sure that you like and subscribe and share it with somebody that you know. And I'll be popping the links so you all can go ahead and get on the wait list for Christina's Summit because you don't want to miss it i'm excited
0: i'm excited too i cannot wait (laughs) all right i can't wait i know it's going to touch so many people's lives
1: oh i i I am sure of it i can feel it i can feel it so all right well thank you so much everybody for tuning in and thank you christina for being an amazing guest again
0: thank you maria take care you too
1: Life is a wine.